It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 92, The Awakening. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a joke, Debbie? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. Because the polarity of the neutron flows, the TARDIS will be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a divinity. It's like a person. It's a resulting reaction. Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, uh, your tri-weekly classic Doctor Who review podcast. This is the fourth time, I believe, that I've read that. We are trapped uh, in a metaphor, as uh, they would have said in the great Steve, <laughs> Steve Coogan uh, movie, The uh, Trip. Uh, one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, we are locked in quarantine, not together, uh, at least six feet apart. Oh. Dan, uh, Dan and I are here to talk to you. Uh, about Doctor Who, because maybe it'll make your life a little bit, just a little bit more entertaining. Dan, how are you? How are you in lockdown I'm mode? Doing great, Eric. Um, I, uh, in my normal life, I prefer to be locked in. Mm. Um, I would just like to have the option to be able to go outside and see other people if I wanted to, so I could turn down that option. Yeah, I'm glad that you but, brought uh, that up, because it's it's something I've been thinking about quite a bit. And listen, listen, removing the death... Uh, part of it, removing the horror, the financial <laughs> destruction, the uh, sickness, the dying loved ones, the people having to oh that pass away and you can't have a funeral because of the, oh. the, the rules, uh, the people, the babies that are born and the parents. Take away all that. It's like the greatest thing for introverts <laughs> in the world because it's literally like my wife and I, it was like a nice day. We took the dogs for a walk around the neighborhood, you know, well away from everyone. You see a neighbor, you can smile and go, hi, and they say hi, and you don't talk, and there's no awkward uh, small talk. You don't have to stand next to him and just be like, what does this guy do for a living? I can't remember what he does, and not think about what you (laughs) – it's perfect. It's everybody stays alone, and maybe you play a little Animal Crossing – uh, maybe you uh, <laughs> play a little Red Dead Redemption, whatever. Mostly you're just inside and you don't have to talk to anyone. And in that way, it's perfect, minus all of the end of the world, uh, post-apocalyptic, right. uh, everything sucks, uh, I'm sorry. Other than that, it's great. Other than that, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I feel the yeah, same way. introverts um, holiday. I lo- you know, there's parts of it that are <laughs> positive. <laughs> there's yeah. no toilet paper. Uh, which we talked about in a previous uh, recording session. I don't Maybe think we'll any... include it. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to include in this thing. I mean, we we had several aborted attempts at at starting this this podcast. What's amazing is uh, throughout all of this, I don't have any, any anxiety that causes me to flip out and overreact to frustration at all. As Eric can attest, I didn't completely almost throw my computer <laughs> across the room several times yeah. because my audio kept cutting out. No, Dan I'm is totally cracking up. Yeah, level and react. Speaking of cracking up, I was driving my car. Like, we're all stuck here. I have three three children, two dogs, a cat, uh, and a wife, my wife. Um, And we were just, (laughs) we we went and got uh, takeout the other night. And we were like, let's just all just go and get in the car. They weren't going to go in the place, but just just to to get outside, get out of the house. Yes. So we're driving, and all of a sudden, all the electric in my car just shut off. 
power steering gun and I'm going like 50 miles an hour. So luckily, <laughs> I like I happen. was that able is, to oof. pull off into you know on a jug handle. I ended up at a place that sells graves, uh, headstones. So it wasn't a great <laughs> omen uh, to where oh. it was sort of a uh, you know little. Check out Eric's Instagram yeah, I, story. I, I, uh, the you'll see it there. Yeah, I posted that bit on our Instagram story when I was asking for feedback. Um, but it was just like the perfect, it was like, okay. And the dogs are barking nonstop. I'm trying to flip through the manual to see like, how do you fix this thing? Uh, I'm, I'm, I think it's personally, I think it's the battery. The battery's probably because we're not driving it a lot. Maybe it's running at half speed. No, but you were, but you were driving at the battery's not operating at the time that you're driving. It's the alternator that's working. Yeah. So when I see alternator, alternator it's the alternator that shot. I don't know what it is. I don't know anything about cars. I've had that happen too. Man, when the power steering goes out, when you're actually driving on a highway, that is terrible. Terrifying. It's impossible and you have to, to like, turn those really things. yank the wheel to. Oh, yeah. it's not fun. Yeah, it was not fun. Do not recommend. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I've been spending um, my uh, time away uh, and playing Animal Crossing. What about you, Dan? Dan, I've been uh, catching up on on some TV shows. Not the ones that I mean to. I just keep kind of watching other stuff. Um, Legion, that show, the Marvel kind of. Yeah, show yeah. yeah. I, I have FX. not watched Legion. I know it's, it's the X Men character. It's on Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu now. Um, so you can watch all of it. I fell off in the middle of the second season, even though I love it. Everything about it is so good. The acting, the storytelling, the narrative, the the way they, they change the play with the conventions around narrative. The production design is outstanding. The characters are great. I don't know why I fell off it, so I'm kind of catching up on that a little bit. Joe and I are watching Ozark is back on Netflix, which is super depressing, but a different kind of depressing than the real world, so that's okay. Um yeah, so otherwise we're just staying. I'm cooking a lot, good, which is which is great. I mean, I've always liked to cook, but like we have no choice now. I'm not doing any takeout or anything like that. So other than Dan, staying Dan in the house, walking the dogs. Paper. Yeah, I don't you people and your toilet paper. I don't know. All right, you're, you're all horrible human beings. Okay, speak. So that's what's going on. Hopefully, you guys out there listening are finding ways to cope. You know, talking to each other over your skyping or you know instant messaging and whatnot um trying to stay sane so that's good um and hopefully we can give you a little uh, audio distraction so maybe we'll stop talking about real world and we'll talk about uh some other stuff yeah i feel like like that's a good um a good uh uh todws pledge is we just won't even talk about the coronavirus because anywhere you go i know if you're like me you're waking up and looking at uh the bing the bing actually bing.com slash cov COVID-19 is actually a great resource, but just watching the numbers. Oh, well. really? Yeah, it's the Microsoft one yeah, that that's... has, like, real-time data. You can you can have it use your location, and it shows you, like, within your county. Like, that sounds horrible. And then it, it, no, it thank tailors you. articles based on your location, too. But you can, I mean, you can I mean, look at really, all That sounds really, really... But it's, it's, it's... That sounds really very useful. I don't want that. I actively avoiding all of this so our pledge let's just say this yeah, now we're like, done with it right we all know that we're in this and we're probably in this for a long time so this is the last we can talk about it yeah and we'll just do doctor who so i'm sorry if you guys were like i wanted something to distract me from all the horror going on in the world that's it we're done yeah let's talk about doctor who yeah, Eric. speaking of which let's all awaken uh to a newer uh life a better life a life with a weird face that's in the basement for some reason <laughs> And hit the button. Let's get into the TARDIS. Let's go uh, pick up Adric's dirty cousin (laughs) from the past. (laughs) And uh, let's talk about the awakening. Let's do it. Hit the button. 
yeah. Oh, no, I've escaped from one madman to find another. Do you expect me to believe what you're saying? Well, you take that sample for any metallurgist, and they'll confirm it isn't from this planet. You're serious? Never more, sir. Very well, then. For the sake of argument, I'll accept what you say. But how did it come to Little Hodcombe? As part of a space vehicle. A spaceship from Harkle landed here? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, more likely a computer-controlled reconnaissance vehicle. How silly of me not to know. Tell me, was Andrew Verney engaged in any research concerning the malice? I believe he was, yes. That's what must have led him to the tunnel and the remains of the Harkle Pro. See, I saved the malice. I believe you will. My sincerest apologies for ever doubting you. This is The Awakening, Dan. This is the second serial of the 21st season, Lucky Number 21, of uh, Doctor Who. Uh, this, was, this, yeah. is, this came to the world in January of 1984. This is a two-parter. Oh, how relief! What level of relief did you feel when you saw that it was only? This is the last two-parter of the entire classic run. Really, that's interesting. This is the last one. I I like the 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 two-parter. No, it's the last one. I do too. I think it's a great for a two-parter. As I'm sure we'll talk about, as a two-parter, there was a lot happening. Well, anyway, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get to it. So the the basic premise of this thing. Is uh, the doctor is uh, going to see Tegan's grandfather uh, back on Earth in 1984? However, they deter- detect some kind of weird anomaly, energy anomaly. Uh, they end up landing on uh, in England, where there's some kind of Ren fair gone, like a hardcore LARPing. This is like the, the <laughs> deepest LARPing, and the geez. hardest of the LARPers have decided to take over uh, where they have a May Day festival also, uh, and there's an alien demon uh, that's sort of pulling the strings on all of it. Uh, Dan, oh no, wait, I'm sorry. Tell me who. This was written by Eric Pringle, and it was directed by Michael Owen Morris. Michael Mm. Owen Morris. Dan, what did you think of the two-parter here uh, called The Awakening? Did it awaken your interest? <laughs> I, I, yes, I enjoyed this story. I thought it was, I, I think there were some, some weird choices. Like, like Tegan casually placing a purse to her head over her face. And then a purse gets stolen <laughs> from her. What? Okay, it. yeah, there's some, there's some weird stuff. The floating I, old, really... like the old guy that was. Body and then his head. Uh, I guess he, uh, floating. Uh, yes, yes. Overall, I thought it was a, it was a pretty good story. Um, I liked all the uh, additional characters in it. The school teacher, she was wonderful. Um, it, it is always interesting to see that was uh, what Jane Hampton was the character name. It's always interesting to see the person that the doctor uh, runs into in the, in whatever the situation is, who at first is skeptical and then you know jumps on board and, and helps him out. I think she was you know the perfect. Um, one story companion uh, to go with him. Um, the guy trapped in time, uh, Will was was pretty good. <laughs> Adric's dirty yeah, cousin. Adric's dirty cousin. Totally, he totally rolled out. I was like, oh, it's dirty Adric. Dirty Adric. And I liked you know even all the all the other townspeople. They, I think there was there was it was really interesting. Uh, it was you know confusing at first. I think intentionally because I couldn't quite tell what era we were in because we see first. Um, the school teacher going through a stable and looking for all the horses and nothing's there. And you see horses galloping and people in period costume. And it's hard to tell 
what is a period costume in the story costume versus what's a costume in you know production of the right. Of right. The is the episode going to be episodes? About a time I didn't really know. It was like yeah, it's like a time traveling barn yeah. episode. No, it's just that they're. It was. It was just that. Um, yeah, but it was. It was fun. I, the the production design was good. I think for a two parter, there was a lot crammed in there. It didn't really leave room for it to kind of wander and kind of get a little uh, flabby, like some of the like, longer uh, serials can. Um, so it was fun. I don't really understand. Well, I guess I understand, but I just don't really like the whole story. Big, big bad in this, like the, the the actual like. Let's we'll get into it. Like, what was the actual story of what was like happening? The, to the alien that landed part of it. Yeah, it just eh, there's. I didn't like the face. Actually, I just think that was the worst part of it. Was just this a big a big stone face that whose eyes just kind of moved back and forth and kind of juddered around a little bit. Like that's kind of weird. And why was it overall though enjoyable? We'll get into the we'll pick it apart though. Eric, what did you think overall? About I this story? thought it was okay. I oh, I, okay. I didn't cool. love it. I like the two parter format, and there was a lot to like <clears throat> about it. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly the the acting and stuff was good. I thought I just would have liked the story to be a little bit, I guess, tighter. Maybe that's sexier. It it felt like there was again, and this happens a lot with Doctor Who, that there's all these different elements that and it's more on me, I guess, because I'm like, oh, I would have rather have done that. Or why didn't they do like you have the whole point of them being there is for Tegan's grandfather. And you hear about it. It's like, oh, he's missing. And oh, my God, it's Tegan's grandfather. And we're going to. He's like an important character, but then you never really see him until like towards the end of the second parter when when Turlo gets thrown in jail with him. I felt like he right. Like, if you're gonna have that, like, why wasn't he a bigger part of it, of the story? I thought that was a little bit strange. I like the school teacher. Yeah, it was a little silly, like how hardcore they were going into this reenactment of the Civil War, and she yes. is against it, but she's also not as alarmed as I thought. Uh, sane person should have been when they're like locking down and 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 resting it's like the levels of like all of a sudden it's like this authoritarian nightmare where they're murdering people and you're like a prisoner and then other times they cut away and then she's laughing like oh you guys take it so seriously like the the i know what you mean but but they never they didn't actually hurt anyone that she was aware of to that point like um, they, Tegan's they, grandfather's missing, but she doesn't know right. that they've they, they actually captured him. Is. And 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 the right. murders don't happen. I mean, at some at one point, the, the guy's just they saying do. like, "Oh, kill him, kill him," and he's because he's completely under the influence of the malice. Right, right, right. right. But it felt. I think little, at that point she gets appropriately bit, upset. A little tonally, like kind of bopping back and forth uh, with it. And I also thought like they make a big deal of uh, the the um, May Queen part. And right. maybe that's like a good twist because you're like, oh, it's going to be Tegan. Up, oh, they're putting Tegan in the, in the dress, and then the guy's like, I'll put it on for you. And I was like, oh, whatever. God, that was. And then you're like, creepy. oh, that's going to be clearly is going to be a cliffhanger. Like if this was a four parter, there would have been a cliffhanger of Tegan tied to the pole and them about to burn it. Right. But that doesn't go anywhere. They basically like the 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 bad the- guy who's under the influence of the malice tells the colonel. He's like, oh, you take care of them. And then he's like still – he's not 100% into it. And then he's like, yeah, I'll get you out of here. And he makes right, right. fake Tegan made out of hay, which was funny. But it was like that whole thing was like, well, what's the point? And I'm trying to understand like 
they're reenacting the Civil War, and that's supposed to create all this psychic energy or trauma right. or whatever it was that's going to feed the malice. Yeah. But also at the same time, they're reenacting the ancient ritual where they're going to burn a woman alive. That's happening yes. at the same time as the Civil War. Like, it's like there's two different things. I feel like just burning her yeah, alive yeah. would have been enough to create psychic energy to raise the thing. Like, why also have the Civil War piece? Right? I don't know. Unless, was- unless I mean, this is... Maybe that actually is related in history, and uh, us being Americans in the 21st century don't have any context around that. So my my assumption was that there was something that actually connected those two things, because I don't know anything about the English Well, they Civil say War. something along Sorry. the line of, like, oh, I know about—because she's a teacher. She's like, I know about the, the uh, May Queen ritual and what really happens right. during that, like, in the past. And that's, like, the— um, uh, Midsummer uh, movie. It was like again, you know, we haven't seen it. Don't tell okay. me. But there's a whole May Queen thing. So <laughs> I like, know, yeah, I, I didn't feel like they were connected to the English Civil War and this thing, other sure. than happening at the same time. But maybe there was no, because they, they they say the reason yeah, for right, the though. Civil War right was uh, two armies just met right, or they, they, the the English yes. army invaded the village and the village the, the, was they the, killed was the loyalists and, yeah, the, yeah, and yes, they, they yeah, turn yeah, on each right. other and everybody dies. And then there's also other weird parts, like where the doctor spends all his time saying, like, these are projections, and Dirty Adric is a projection. And then at the end, they're like, why is Dirty Adric, like, looking at us still? And he's like, yeah, I guess I was wrong. I guess he's not a projection. I guess. And it was like, are you figuring it out, like, at the typewriter? Like, it's the writer. (laughs) Uh, I guess it's a a portal that brought, like, what? I don't know. I guess maybe. There was no. I was going to say, maybe There's I didn't... There's no need for that. You're right, because it's not as though they were going to keep that... Like, if they were going to keep him on as, like, an additional companion for another story, then, okay, I can see them doing that and maybe, like, oh, it's a surprise, and he's going to... That's yeah. almost like a weird little cliffhanger for the next story, but they're not going to the do ending, that. I felt like the ending no is need. like a deflated balloon, like... You do all this yes. stuff, and then it's, I felt like there's all this extra time, and everyone's just, like, talking about tea, like, there's, there's like, I yeah. like tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His last line is the doctor's like, I kind of like tea after he says it's a poison. But, like, they're all like, let's stay here and hang out with my grandfather. And poor little Dirty Adric, he just came from, he doesn't, un- he sh- his brain should be, blood should be coming out of his ears because he should be not used <laughs> to 1984 reality. But he's, like, oddly calm with the well, fact that he's now in even the TARDIS. Yes. Like, so it's just weird. And I guess they're just going to let him hang no out. No one. And- no one yeah, had a no reaction, really to, the has TARDIS a reaction to the TARDIS at all. Not a single person. Not even people from 1984. I mean, for Dirty Adric, it wasn't such a big deal because <laughs> they were doing a reenactment, so it still felt like his own time. Like, there, they didn't even come across a telephone. Like, he didn't see anything that was really out of his time that he would have seen, um, except for the TARDIS. Yeah, it was a little easier to adjust. Everyone's, yeah, because everyone's on horse. Everyone's back. ears should start bleeding when they see the TARDIS. Like, your mind should not be able to handle it. It's like Cthulhu. Dirty Adric, but, um, Dirty Adric had the best line in Doctor Who. When he just goes, you're gonna be dead, and then he pushes when he murders the uh, the guy that's upset. Uh, uh, what was the guy's name? With, Mal- not not malice, malice, but the guy that is like malice. Yeah, the guy that got malested. He got molested. <laughs> Wait, malice got molested. Horrible. No, who took over the malice? I can't think of the guy's name. Is it Sir George? It- Yes, yeah, okay. it was Sir George. He, like, says, you're going to be dead. There's a lot of murder, like Turlo and the and Tegan's grandfather also blunt force trauma with heavy rocks 
and they yeah. they should kill those people. They, they survive. They both pop They're up fine. later, and one of the guys yeah. was as bad as uh, as Sir George, but he's cool yes. at the end. Like all of a sudden, he's everyone. Everybody's cool just him. immediately yeah. cool because I guess the malice influence and the malice like arises right and then it's it's needs all this psychic energy but sometimes it does like it could raise three soldiers and do something and then they're like oh the malice is out of energy but at the end right. the doctor's like oh he's following his programming to blow himself up that's his programming yeah is to okay blow the so church up? let's talk the, the malice yeah. is supposed Wonky. to be an alien creature that is sent to a planet as a probe that feeds on feeds on and uses psychic energy he says like electricity so he can use it like a tool to make these psychic projections that are more than just hallucinations yes, yes. they actually are are physical if he has enough energy so it's supposed to go there to then like soften the ground like destroy everything that's there to prepare for invasion of a larger force yeah and don't right? that's, and that's they talk about that and i feel like they say well is there still this other force out there that's going to come right. and they're like yeah, i guess so Right, exactly. So what? So so his programming was like, I'm I'm supposed to come here, create all the psychic disturbance to feed off that, to then help destroy every all the creatures that are there to prepare way for invasion. But if I get to, if I'm not able to do this, I'm going to self destruct and blow everything up. That's it, uh, the yeah, I kind guess, of figured out, but I that's guess, what it is. It, it yeah, made it's, no sense. And and the malice it's itself, like I thought the. I like the design work, so I feel like I like the way it looked. You thought it was corny, but it had like a cool well, illustrated old school, like uh, like a myth or a fairy tale look to it, ooh. which I was okay with. But what what was it supposed to do? Like, is it was it just like the face of Bo, or did it have a full right. body, or was it going to stand right. up? Or it's it's behind this crack that's getting bigger. But it, again, I wonder. It was a little a little like. Uh, half baked. I wonder though. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I, I like your point that it, if this had been like a uh, a graphic novel version of the story, that actually would have played much better. I think it it, it works well on paper. The concept and uh, of the of the design for the for the creature totally works. I like how they kind of tied that into the engravings in the wood that was there, and then the engraving on the floor. Like it does have that um, graphical quality. In practice, though, it didn't look. It, did, it just didn't work for me because it was just too limited. Like, what is it supposed to be? I wonder, though, I'm just kind of thinking of this now. When they were in the TARDIS and there was the Malice Lizard gecko on the wall. Yeah, that was which, funny. Sure, why not? But it's just got I the guess. head turned around and it's just looking <laughs> the head down. The around and the body's just kind of there. So so that was a manifestation of the of the Malice as well. The, the doctor yeah. was trying to use the TARDIS to redirect Mumbo Jumbo back so he could control it, but that didn't work, but it stopped it. Is maybe the face is not the actual malice, but is also just a projection? I guess. And, and and Dirty Adric says, like, I saw the malice, so he had seen the malice too, whether he was in the basement of the church or the malice was walking around or who knows. But yeah. it's weird too about like and those... you get that little gremlin malice on the ceiling yeah. and they're the doctor's like, Oh, it's cool. Like the doctor's always like, It's cool, it's just a projection. And then other times like, Yeah, this projection could kill you. Yeah, it could. So like what's the difference between a projection and a thing if it's got form and could kill you anyway? I That's felt like right. they should have been swatting it with a a broom or something. They're just letting that thing hang up there, being all weird and creepy with its backwards head. It looked like something that have grab the, the grudge the or something. Start, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't. I, it was definitely one of these these stories where you feel like the doctor doesn't quite have a handle on what's going on. Like 
certain parts he's like, oh, there's this piece of metal on the ground. I absolutely know what's going on now because I can extrapolate from the fact that there's this metal that I know the entire story. But then he doesn't have a handle at all of what's going on with the psychic projections because it could just change from moment to moment based on what's needed for the tension in the story, which just feels, I don't want to say lazy or sloppy because I'm not a writer. What do I know? But it just didn't feel like it was cohesive. Yeah, there's like a lot of weird and speak uh, continuing with that, like when the doctor finds the metal or whatever and he's with the teacher and she's like, yeah, right, spaceship, right. And he's like, yeah, from space. <laughs> he's like, yeah, right. And then she's like, uh, the malice. And then all of a sudden the music comes on and she looks around and goes, oh, it's everywhere. And at that point I'm like, yeah. what is everywhere? What are you guys talking about? Well, that was so the, the rock was breaking free. And then the, it, I guess the psychic energy was kind of like Yes, but like the music the and then she's looking it. around and she's like, that crack wasn't there. Whatever. But it was like. Yeah. Uh, the malice. I, sure. I don't. Maybe I just didn't didn't understand the malice enough. I thought Turlo. This also reminded me how much I hate Turlo, because of Turlo's course. like the shorthand for writing Turlo is every scene that Turlo's in, say the negative thing. There's nothing we can do. Like uh, that's all he ever right. says, and that's like I'm just right. so tired of that part of him. Although they, they, there was even a moment when he was. I think he was with um, the grandfather, and his basically just going to run away he's like we're just going to get out of here but then at the last like he heard a cry from the crypt and was like i guess we should go save him yeah like i mean at least yeah. when he did get put with the grandfather he was trying to break down the door by blunt force i thought at that point he was someone was the grandfather or someone would think of something clever and they were right. like i didn't expect them really to bang their head against the door bang until the door eventually down. it broke down yeah yeah that was, was like oh, all right, i guess so so Speaking of like breaking things down, so when we first meet um, <laughs> Dirty Adric, <laughs> he meet Will. he's just Dirty Adric. It's so great. Um, so he breaks out of, there's a priest hole there. And, you know, priest holes are, are there specifically to, to hide priests from, anyway, yeah, but, children. It was, <laughs> but it was, but it was, it was cemented over. He was breaking through rock to get out, like yeah. I don't so, know. is the implication that in sixteen, what was it, sixteen forty three or whatever it was, he decided to hide in a priest hole, which is usually like a little a fake panel mm-hmm. um, in a church, and you just kind of it looks like it's not a door, but you can kind of hide behind. And then at some point in the intervening like hundreds of years, it got stoned over, like stone put in front of it, and then he just kind of busts his way through it and just doesn't think anything about it, like. I went in here two minutes ago, and it was wood, yeah. and now it's – it was – I don't know. Maybe it's a small thing. But the other thing that I thought would have been interesting with Will's character, when we, before we really know what's going on with him, and we see him uh, – the doctor's chasing him through the town, and he sees him go around a corner, and the doctor comes running around the corner, and the, Will's all the way down the lane. He's like, how did he get so far ahead? So the implication there is that he's kind of out of phase with time or something. It was my was my read on it. Like he's just how did he go from, you know, running speed to being like half a mile yeah, down I the street? Know. But there was none of there none of that ever happened again. And that would have been really interesting to see him kind of like a skipping record, kind of like skipping through time a little bit, but that I don't know why they even bothered with that. It was like a half formed thought that they kind of included and forgot to remove from this draft. I don't know why it was there. One thing that I just remembered too or, or had a question for you was like the person that has half a face, like their half their eye is all. Yeah. What was that? That was still the malice what projection. Was that? Like they were leading to something, but then it never You're had right. a payoff. Oh, was that him? Oh, that wasn't Will. That was that guy. Yeah, that was the other. That was, yeah, that, that, was guy. that other guy. But like, who You're right. is that? 
So that must have just been just another psychic another projection. Psychic project, because everyone else had like those dots too. Every once in a while, you get that like matrix dot, like it wasn't with the little it's like a computer tingle in the background. Like, yeah, even, even yeah, the little gremlin one, or the the yeah. the, the guy the uh, with it, that one shot where they're like in the catacombs, I think under the church, and it's like the one of the three musketeers guys has got his arm out, and it's like. <laughs> But yeah, I don't. I remember they were building. You're it was right. like, oh, who is this? Is this the malice? Is this just a projection of something? What is the point of this? Just what a weird, creepy he? dude. Yeah, it's just a weird, creepy dude with like a half-formed it's face. It's all fine. I, for some reason in my head, I kind of put him and Will together, but you're, they weren't. They were two completely different things, and I don't know what he was about. It, it was interesting too because like cool. they have a thing. They make a point. Of, the teacher makes a point of talking about poltergeists, right? She's like, "Oh, that's how poltergeists yeah. work," and he's like, "Kind of, kind but of it, dummy." <laughs> doesn't it seem like there should have been more to the possession part of it, or like maybe if they just had yeah. the malice guy that was under the thing do more than every once in a while just pop up and say arrest him like i don't know it was just it would seem like yeah. there was too much i was like too many little just pull a little couple things out like we didn't need dirty adric right i i mean we didn't what but did I, he was he was actually i liked the character and i liked uh i liked the portrayal i think the actor did a really nice job with it but no it absolutely wasn't or maybe if he had a key all. to it somehow or if they, they right. needed him to to fix a piece all he did was just tell them he was right that it was the malice and then right, the guy, right, right, doctor's right. like i'll never which they could have again they could have confirmed they could have confirmed that with yeah. the grandfather instead because he was the historian and they could have confirmed it with other engravings and they, like they you're right they didn't need that character it does feel for a two-parter that you know doesn't have any real slack in it for a two-parter it feels like it it needed another round of script editing like yeah. they just I, I would agree. Like with another, you on that. just another pass on that to clean up some of the ideas and and remove some of the half form thoughts in it. But I mean, overall, it was it was it was fun. I no, it was know. good, and it was short too. Like we talked about two parters. A lot of the two parters we did after this, you said is the last two parter. But I feel like we did some chronologically in the in the later eras, but they were forty five minutes each. Right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. That's right. It's the last in this format where the story is, where each episode is 25 minutes. It's the last yeah. of those. And I've, that I've actually, yes. like, that's, it really needs to be tight because you don't have a lot of time to, to mess around, but they seem to have extra time, even yeah. with. I mean, when you think about, like, a two-parter that's 25 minutes and you cut out the, you know, the first, the, the beginning of the end credits and then the recap part, it ends up being about the same as a current Doctor Who story, modern era. So this, it felt like a single episode. Um, you don't get the middle, you know, act break uh, cliffhanger, which didn't go anywhere. No. The Doctor, no, the just wall breaks open and he wall. grabs his head. Yeah. And he grabs his head and he's like, ah. They play with and that then, twice where he is overwhelmed by the sounds of the voices. Like, right. That also happens yeah. at another point. But again, like what? Is that just the malice screaming? It's all the psychic projection because they... I think it's that this yeah. alien race uses psychic energy the way we use electricity, but yeah, I don't know. It's all fine. I don't know either. I he's the only one that was really so sensitive to it that it caused him to ah, freak out. But yeah, it was it was a strange uh, cliffhanger that really literally didn't go anywhere. Yeah, and I'll, that happens sometimes in these stories. But like for a two parter where there's just going to be one cliffhanger, like it would have been nice if it actually had more stakes to it. Right. I, I didn't. I fine, didn't love. Um, I didn't love it. I guess. Yeah. Saying. No, this was... 
I will say this for for the story. There was very little of the doctor being a jerk to Tegan. There was a little bit at the very beginning when they're in the the TARDIS. Yeah, he does a brave heart. Um, we're just kind Tegan of like, eh, this, right? we're just gonna do it. Um, so thank goodness for that. But then we do have you know Tegan getting captured and being the one that's gonna get killed and Turlo being a jerk. Um, it's just this era. It just it's not the best. <laughs> it's just like these three together is just such a weird. Uh, dynamic that it just it can be really unpleasant thankfully they were all kind of split up and they all just kind of did their own thing and it was i don't know it's all fine not a fan of the era it was it was a fine story for the era though so yeah i guess i uh i don't know what do you have anything else to add to it i feel like i covered everything that i had in my uh notes here you're gonna be dead we talked about how great that was that uh, turlo and the grandfather murdered people but then somehow they were alive um turlo constantly saying there's nothing we can do sure it's a renfair nightmare i mean we've got it all yeah yeah that's yeah, it i think that's good it was short what did uh what cool. did people think i know for me on our instagram page i had posted a video asking people what they thought i did hear from uh mr paddock our longtime listener uh thank you for always writing in he had he wrote um this is Christoph's Paddock. Uh, Town Called Malice seems like the appropriate outro music to the awake uh, for The Awakening. So that is a request for that. I believe that is the jam. That's the jam. I don't know that song. Yeah, you do. I'm if you heard that song, it. you 100% would, uh, would know okay. it. Uh, though as I try to summon that song in my mind, the only thing that comes up is Mirror in the Bathroom. Now, I believe Mirror in the Bathroom, that's the English beat, but I had used that, I think, for something else. So we will see uh, what I pick. Right? Sure. That's all I have. I thought, I thought someone else wrote something, but I don't know if I always get the messages on Instagram. So if you wrote to it and I didn't get back to you, I apologize. Oh, so while I have your time now, um, if you send Everyone. in a P, uh, self-addressed stamped envelope to P.O. Box 2131, Red Bank, New Jersey, 07701 for the old Doctor Who show stickers, you can still do it. Because of all the crazy stuff, I have not been going to the post office as much. So it's possible you did send it, and it's sitting there, and I promise I will get to you, uh, get to it and get it out to you. So I apologize if anyone's waiting for their sticker. Dan, did uh, we get any emails to or to. Twitters? Or, uh... Well, let me, let, me, let me look at the tweetars first. Um, thank you, everyone who wrote in to tell us what you thought about this, uh, this story. Uh, first up, March Payne says, for a two-parter, a lot seems to happen, and you get the impression that time-displaced Will could have been an interesting new companion. Hmm. Uh, my main memory, though, is seeing the mini malice on the TARDIS wall vomiting green slime. We didn't talk about the vomiting green slime. What it just... That was great. I did forget about that. It was weird. There was no need for that. But uh, thank you for reminding me. It was like someone said, I I don't know. And I was like, yeah, Moose. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) that was one of my favorite shows ever. Okay. Uh, The World Enough Enough in Time podcast wrote, one of the better Davisons. Highly recommend you read the excellent book, The Hollow Men, which features the Seventh Doctor and Ace fighting another malice. It's the awakening with a budget and better plot. Oh, well, what was the thing they said to watch or read? Uh, read the read the book, The Hollow Men. So that is a novelization there. So check that one out from your local lending Not library. the T.S. Eliot, I'm assuming. This is a, a Doctor I'm Who thing called not. The Hollow Men. Did T.S. Eliot do a little fan fiction as well yes. for Doctor Who? Well, he actually, yeah, he, <laughs> okay. a lot of people don't know that. He wrote for years on Simon and Simon. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Airwolf. Uh, uh, Jake the Hound and the Fat writes, Man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Harold Hound writes, I'm very fond of this story. A small but near-perfectly formed bit of folk horror and one of the most successful two-parters in classic Who? I don't know if I, I Everyone's completely entitled co-signed their opinion, on that. Harold Hound, love you very much, but I don't know if that was... Uh, eh, sure, Maybe. Maybe, whatever. Uh, Mark Trevor Owen says, It's my favorite story of season 21. Crisp, compact, intriguing ideas. Uh, beautiful location work, strong guest cast, especially K. Jane, P. James, and G. Houston. Uh, the, and a fifth Doctor story where the regulars are getting on well. I would, I would I, add to that, right. too. Like, I agree with... The, we didn't really talk too much about the location, but the location was great. And all the ex- I love yeah, how they yeah. do exterior shots. And as, as I, I agree with them that the cast was good. I just wasn't super down with with the story yeah I, again just one more pass on script editing i think would have been awesome on this uh awesome awesome uh danny blackburn says i know some people don't rate this story but i actually really like this story not in davison's top five but decent one of my favorite parts of british history is charles the first charles the second roundhead and cavaliers yeah so if again if you guys i'm sure you know growing up and and have a fuller complete picture of english history maybe it had more significance to you than it does for uh, me who barely knows american history um mark trevor owen says fun extra fact oh repeating the mark trevor owen uh part one of the awakening is the last episode of doctor who to have been junked from the archives the master tape was accidentally damaged beyond use Mm. they made a new copy of part one from the omnibus repeat edition oh so i wonder if um does it say anywhere there? Because sometimes when they do those omnibus editions, they edit stuff out or they cut stuff out or add stuff in. Is this the same version that aired? I think it's the same version that aired. There was something about an outtake where a horse potentially got injured or, or some um, uh, uh, something a structure in the village got damaged during the filming. Um uh, that got removed before broadcast or never made it into the, the edit for broadcast. But I don't know that this was any different than that. Gotcha. So. Uh, Greg Cox says, this is one of Davison's best. I like it. That said, the episode one cliffhanger goes on too yeah. long. Agreed. Well, I don't know that it necessarily goes on too long. It no, just, there's not a lot me, of drama least, or tension did, with it either. It's just he's got it, a bad... There was no resolution to it in the in the opening of the second part. It was just him being like, my head hurts. And I guess, but yeah, there wasn't a whole lot to it. Um, and lastly, let's see, Tom Tarpey says, what always sticks out in my mind about this story is how the little malice on the TARDIS reminds me of Jabba the Hutt's little friend in the Return of the Jedi. Yes, yeah, I think that's, uh, what that, is, I could see that. Oh, God, Salacious Crumb. Yes. That's good, his name. Good callback. They, <laughs> wow, they, uh, eat, they eat those in uh, The Mandalorian, where they sell those. Did you watch The Mandalorian? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, yeah, like, going right. over the skewer. The little pits. Yeah. Yep. No. Uh, Darren Lodge says this story is a little gem. Pity it is so short. Ah, yeah, I, I guess, guess more people. I like that it was this yeah, short. More people like this, it seems, than we did. So whatever. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I didn't dislike it. It just wasn't. You know, it was. I think better than average, in my opinion. But I would put it uh, and, uh, average or average. I would say average. Like not average. not a better yeah. than average. Nope. Oh, well, you're wrong. I won't do it. Uh, Sheep Horse, lastly, says, I like the two-parters a lot. This one moves along at a decent pace for 80s TV. Terribly staged cliffhanger, though. Looks like something out of a school play. Yeah. I mean, a school play with a little bit of a budget. They had a dry ice machine and uh, some, uh, you know, uh, AV tech going. But that was it. Yeah. The cliffhanger is maybe one of the weakest parts. I don't know. Overall. 
Not great. Sorry, it's fine. Um, thank you so much for all the tweets about that. Um, I don't know, Eric. Did we get any emails? I, I don't, don't think we got any emails. I'm just curious, too, for people out. out there. How many people actually have Doctor Who toys? Every once in a while, I look at these Doctor Who toys. They're really cool looking, man. They have, like, everything, Dan. I was just looking. They've got these great Tom Bakers. Uh, but, yeah, that's it. I don't think we got any email. I don't think we got any reviews, right? We didn't get any um overseas reviews did we because then no and that service is changing a little bit so we're gonna have to figure something else out there but um yeah uh if you guys feel like it you can always write to us at the old doctor who show at gmail.com if you don't if you're not on the twitter or uh on instagram we're also on instagram at uh t-o-d-w show same on twitter t-o-d-w show um, but you can always reach out to us there. You can always check out um, all of our past reviews and all of the gifts that we put together for the show um, on our website, theolddoctorwhoshow.com. You can go back through there and um, even listen to the episodes right there without having to uh, download it to your podcast app of choice. But if you do do that, please take a minute to leave us a review on the iTunes store, on Spotify now we're there, yep. on the Google Play store. Um if you do leave us a review, that'll help other people find our show, which will just make our hearts swell a little bit uh, bigger. So thank you for that if you've already done it. If you haven't done it, hey, you got time now. You might as well just sit down and write a nice review. Yeah, and let, what else yeah, are you doing? You write a review, email. You can let me know what you think of your toys. Uh, you could send us pictures of your uh, Doctor Who toys. You can, um, I don't know, stay home. Wash your hands. Oh, and that's what's talking. Wash your hands that's a lot. About coronavirus. No, we're not doing that anymore. We're not doing that anymore. Uh, we're just going to, you know, yeah. en- enjoy what we're doing. Um, anyway, I think that's it, Eric. Yeah, I think we're good. Let's hope we did it recorded. We did it, everybody. Let's hope it, it worked. Uh, let's, let's find out. Should I hit record? Yeah, hit record, and we'll just take it from the top. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, wait, no. Wait, we're missing Doctor a Who bunch show. of stuff. We're missing a bunch of what stuff. What Because miss? I'm just so tired, Dan. What we happened? We did not tell people. Uh, what they're about? supposed to listen to next or watch next or any of that crap. Uh, don't tell them. Don't tell them. It's a secret. All right. So uh, I also have to update this page because I'm not linking to the last episode. I, I hate it's having fine. to remember to do that. I know. So we if fix you that. have watched this, uh, you will watch The Dalek Invasion of Earth. Now, this goes all the way back to Hartnell. Woo! So if you thought we were through that, you were wrong. Uh, so you need to. It's wa- a twenty-four parter. Oh, is it? <laughs> is it really? No, I don't uh, know. The Dalek Invasion no of Earth, which I believe is the second appearance uh, by the Doctor, right? I mean, I'm sorry, not sure. of the Doctor of the, of the, Dalek, the Dalek. <laughs> uh, from some, uh, season number two, I think. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, what we're doing next. We will be review. The review will go up on four twenty-two. So the Sunday before that, make sure that you you know email us or write us or we'll let you send know. us a. Twitter thing or oh, Eric Instagram what it's a six parter okay it's a six parter so you better start watching now uh, because it's going to be a long, uh, long what the trip. hell else do well, we, we have, have to do else to go, all so right it's fine so yeah cool. keep cool. that in mind that's our next uh, story <laughs> to do cool. cool all right on that note we're right. done bye everyone bye Peace. Peace. So loud, it's coming by bus.